What's up, fam? Welcome back to the We Are Just Dating page. If you're new here, my name is Tim. This is my beautiful wife, Pauline, and you're tuned in to the W Podcast, where you can get wisdom in a word with the wheelers. Hey. Yes. So, <laughs> if you don't know, our whole goal here is for you to gain perspective on what it looks like to have a healthy, godly relationship. One that's fun, one that's not boring, and one that can move you forward, hopefully closer to marriage or closer to realizing they ain't it. So, we're excited for you to tune in today. We got a great question talking about being too old. To find somebody, TikTok, well, TikTok. is my time going to come yes. up? We're going to get into it. How to wait. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. But before that, we like to start our would you rather question, just so that I can get to know our personalities a little bit more. I'm and... fine. Mark on him. <laughs> okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, but let's get into it. So yeah. the would you rather question is, would you rather have unlimited battery life Battery, like, on, okay. Yeah, unlimited battery life on all your devices, or would you rather have free Wi-Fi wherever you go? Unlimited Wi-Fi wherever you go. Well, Wi-Fi these days is pretty readily accessible. Like, it's not unlimited, though. What do you mean unlimited? What is unlimited? I don't know. To me, when I read this... So, first of all, we have unlimited Wi-Fi on our phone plan, so that's probably why you don't really... What's limited Wi-Fi? Oh, not, we don't That's have unlimited like, Wi-Fi. We have unlimited service. So just think about, like, there's sometimes you go some places and you don't have phone service and you need Wi-Fi to connect. Okay. Or if you have a laptop, a lot of y'all working from home right now, you're going to need somewhere. But I'm not, it's your turn. I'm not trying to pitch but my I, I want to know what I'm choosing. So maybe... Unlimited Wi-Fi. No, 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 I don't know what my options are, so I don't know what unlimited, because to me, unlimited Wi-Fi is like, wi-fi, wi-fi, whenever go. I go to Starbucks. Okay, for, let's just say Wi-Fi wherever you go. Yeah, we already have that. You go to Starbucks, no, and then the little, little thing pops up and no, says, do you, you want to join? Go ahead and be in the middle of Montana, see if you got Wi-Fi. When do I go to Montana? I don't know, but <laughs> just see if you have Wi-Fi. we live in a highly populated area. No, you don't have Wi-Fi wherever you go. You sit in the, you sit in a random parking lot, you don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> anyway... So I what are you choosing? Would, so this is basically like a hot spot. What are you choosing? Sure. What are you choosing? Yeah, do you guys feel bad for Tim? Whenever this is like real life stuff, I have a lot of questions I want to understand. Um, I guess I would choose Wi-Fi because my phone is almost never. I don't really have battery problems. My phone's like never dead. But um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm going with the unlimited Wi-Fi because. <laughs> I remember being, this don't matter no more, but I remember being in school. I wish I would have had unlimited Wi-Fi. School, like college? No, like high school. Like the Wi-Fi. Times are so different. Though, I know. Though. First there was of all, no Wi-Fi, Instagram. Wi-Fi wasn't even really like popping like that. Yeah. But it was more still, I wish I had what it is now. Because if y'all, some of y'all remember you in public school and they got restricted Wi-Fi. So you get on there, you can only go. That's the only time I you feel can like only use, valuable. Yeah, you can only use like the. <laughs> or if uh, you like, had a hotspot. Yeah, Some if, of those rare kids you can only use like the school fun. library page or something like that. Like you can't go on ESPN or anything ESPN like that. ESPN1.net. So I would have used the free Wi-Fi. You can tell if I you were in high school. I wasn't the greatest high school Nine student. Years ago. <laughs> so I would definitely choose Wi-Fi. But we're gonna. And you go would still have that same answer right now. Uh, yeah, unlimited Wi-Fi. Because battery life, I can take a charger and be good. But you don't always have. Wi-Fi. That's the problem with finding a wall plug or not. No, one. they have little things. I have a thing. I don't even need a wall plug. I just plug my you keep that charger in your wallet every day. I can keep it wherever I go. Always strap when I hit the club. All right, anyway, oh. praise God, I'm safe. I'm safe. All right, so. <laughs> 
Oh, so many ways I could go. <laughs> so let's just get into anyway. the question. So this week's question, do you you read it right? Yeah. All right, because I was about to go. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for this question. Yes. Also, before we go, if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Like this video for us. That helps all the time. And if you're listening on podcasts, leave us a five-star review. And make sure y'all share this. Yeah. All right. All. Absolutely. So this is the question of the day about um, time and being um, how to wait with hope. So the question reads, hi, I'm a single 37-year-old woman who hasn't been on a date or in a relationship in over 10 years. Mm. We were just talking about high school. This this, <laughs> this year will be my 10-year um, anniversary. Would you say that? I'm graduating from high school? Are you young? Yeah. Um, anyway, not to make anybody feel old or young, so I might think that I'm young. But anyway, I was in a relationship prior to that um, to that 10-year mark for many years where the guy just didn't want to commit. Shout out to you for breaking up with him. Yeah, for cutting ties. It caused me a lot of pain, even depression, when I ended it. However, in that 10-year span, I rededicated my life to God, found an awesome church and community, and served faithfully in our kids' program. And back to living a healthy lifestyle. Mental and physically, mentally and physically. My struggle is no guy has pursued or asked me out. Mm. I'm out and about everywhere. Not a hermit, lol. She said that's important. Don't be a hermit. Hermit, hermit crabs don't get married. I've had opportunities to meet guys in the church, but no single guys. Most of the guys are not even out of college. It's a little on the young side for her. I've also done online dating apps, but most of those guys are not followers of Christ. And I later find out those find out and are looking for something casual yeah bye lol that's what she said how do you stay the path of trusting god when everyone around you is like oh you're such a smart pretty funny girl if that was the case wouldn't a guy notice i know god has a plan but it's just hard thanks mm. so essentially her question is how do you stay how do you keep the faith in god that he's going to provide a husband but at the same time, it's been a long time since anybody's even pursued you. Yeah, because I also hear in in the story um, or in this question, just with the context is like maybe a little bit of like insecurity of like, is there something wrong with me that mm. nobody's asked me out on a date even in 10 years? Yeah, and weird. I'm kind of doing everything that everyone says I should do as far as like being available and serving and all those things. So is there something wrong with me? Um because she's saying, why isn't the guy noticing me? And I trust God. And I love this question because it's very honest and very yeah. real. Like, yeah, I trust God, but like, God, where are you? And yeah, like, where you at? Yeah, and I've been doing everything I've been doing. Because I'm not going to lie, 10 years is a significant amount of time. And, and I would definitely feel you didn't this way. T-Mobile. Yeah. Boost Mobile. Where you at? All right. Anyway, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> you all caught up in this Wi-Fi cell phone conversation stuff. 25 and older. Catch that. All right. So let me go. Let me go. So I'm going to be honest. I'm not gonna sit here. Well, first of all, let's say thank you for your question. Well, you don't know what, you you know what I was about to say. I can say first of all, you didn't I thank you. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but for real, thank you for the question. Thank you seriously for trusting us. Yeah. To give you some type of perspective. Um, so what I was gonna say is, I'm not gonna sit here and try to act like I can relate to what it's like for a woman to wait because I get that it feels. The, the it feels different, but I Most will say guys have this problem. Yeah, but I will say there are some guys who do have the same feeling, like yo, I'm ever gonna get married. I don't see any women that I want to pursue. So some guys do have that. I'm just putting that out there. Um, but I don't think there is an answer per se to the question. 
Uh, I just want to encourage you and tell you that if you are really out here and doing different things, that you're doing all you can do, and I salute you, and it's not you. Like, I'm sure you are beautiful. I'm sure you are smart, intelligent, all those things, and it has nothing to do with it. Sadly, and I learned this the hard way uh, a couple years ago, but sadly, sometimes when it's not God's timing for something in our life, it just ain't going to happen. Uh, and it has. we have to get to a point where... And this isn't just about dating anymore. This is just in general. But we have to get to a point in our lives where we trust God so much that even when we really want something mm. <laughs> and he doesn't give it to us, we have to trust that it's for our good. Because I start thinking about the verse that says, no good thing will he withhold from you. Yeah. So if he won't withhold right. anything from me, it must mean that whatever I want right now good isn't me. good for me. Yeah. For whatever okay. reason. And that sucks because... It's like, God, what you mean a husband wouldn't be good for me right now? What do you mean a new job wouldn't be good for me? I feel like it'd be good. But we have to remember that God sees what we don't see. Yeah. Like right now, we can only see what will be good in the moment. God sees, okay, what would it be like for you to have this thing two years from now? And he sees all of that that we don't see. Well, yeah, because you get into God's good, pleasing, and then perfect will. So there's, right. there's levels to it. Yeah, so... <laughs> We just have to remember that God sees what we don't see and we have to trust. And it gets hard, right? Like, it's hard to trust somebody. And that's just all part of us growing in our relationship with God and, and going to new levels of trust with him. Uh, but I'll, I'll start there. I'll just say it is tough. Uh, we've all been there. I'm sure you have other areas in your life where you wanted God to do something. You feel like he didn't come through. But then maybe a couple years later, maybe six months later, you realize, you know what, God, I'm actually glad that you didn't do it when you did because oh, I wasn't ready. Because here's the thing. It, it may not be you. It may be your future husband that he is not ready for you right now. Your future husband, when you meet him, he's going to be great. He's going to be awesome. He's going to have a bunch of money. He's going to have whatever you want. Amen. But right now, if you met him, he's broke as a joke. He's immature. Like, you just, we just don't know what God is doing in the background. The cake is still baking. Yeah, so you... It all comes down to trust, and that is not easy. That sounds pie in the sky, but that's the best we can give you. That's what faith is, right? <laughs> faith is you don't. Faith is the unknown. Right. Yeah. What would you say? A lot of good things. You're a, you're a woman. A lot of good things. Yeah, and this is a conversation that I get to have with a lot of my friends um, because they are waiting to get married. I have a lot of single friends, um, and I love them, and they're literally very much like how you described, like top tier women like would make great wives would make great um fine mothers. girl no temple you feel me right if you know <laughs> what that means which i don't so whatever um but yeah so there's the, especially um this is a big thing amongst a uh, woman of color which i don't know if that's what you are but um you know just kind of waiting for husbands feeling like there's not enough guys feeling like um you're forgotten about honestly um by god and and at the same time of course celebrating other people which i you know definitely encourage you to do if you do have friends that are um getting married getting relationships celebrating them learning from them all that you know kind of thing not isolating yourself but just like tim said you know this is really a waiting game and we're all waiting on God for something. Mm -hmm. And I heard a quote that I'm going to butcher because I don't remember it exactly where I heard it. But it's something about, well, you butchered one last week. Why so are you bringing up all stuff? Uh, <laughs> go back and watch that if you didn't. Um, but it, it's something along the lines of, you know, waiting is um, the only consistent, you know, action that we're doing in our lives. And um, we're all waiting, you know, for something. And if you're not 
waiting on God, then you know, your faith is probably in shambles, you know, because we need to be expectant. But, um, but yeah, so I think that, you know, just number one, don't beat yourself up about, about it and know that like this is kind of par for the course as far as waiting. Like either you're waiting for a husband, waiting for a new job, like Tim said, waiting for... Waiting to get pregnant. Yeah, waiting for healing, waiting for... Um, for house. House. Yeah, like relationship restoration, like how we wait matters and how we wait um, is very, um, is a test in and, in and of itself. Um, and, and, you know, cause a lot of times we say, God, I'll do this for you if you do this for me. So even for you talking about like, oh, I serve a church and I have godly community and things like that. And that's awesome. But recognizing that those things are not a means to an end of like, oh, I'm doing this to get something from God, which I don't think you are. Um, but all that to say, like, keep waiting well, like God rewards those who diligently seek him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. can I just add something? So also just to your point about like, no guys noticing you. Realize that if you really are doing everything that you said you are, it's not you, most likely. And you could always ask your friends, like, y'all, do y'all think I'm doing something, whatever. But it most likely isn't you. If God really doesn't want you to be in a relationship in this season, he's going to hide you. (laughs) Honestly, me and Pauline knew each other for a while before we started dating. We had no interest in each other. There There was no interest until God opened our eyes and took the veil off. And it's like, oh, like, you is kind of cute. And we do have similar interests. But... Trust me, we knew each other for a year, year and a half, close to two, before we ever were interested in each other. So right. there may be somebody you know right now who y'all don't have interest in each other, but when it's God's timing, that veil comes off and right, it's a wrap. Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and um, I couldn't agree more. And just to add on to that... Um, you know, if it is true about like, you know, every, you're doing everything right and everything's your good catch and all those different things, um, I'd also be curious to know like who's giving you that feedback. Not to say that they're lying or anything like that, but like sometimes our friends like... <laughs> it can't be their mama. Yeah, girl, exactly. You, you're the best, girl. Sometimes our friends gas us up, but it's like they aren't the ones who are trying to attract because let's be honest, men and women are very different. So like I may say to my friends like, oh, wow, like, you look so pretty, or this, this, is that. And then Tim might say, like, tell your girl to chill out because, you know, guys are going to look at her this way and that way. And I was like, oh, I never, you know, I never thought of it that way. And that's what's always hypothetical. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hypothetical. <laughs> Only nobody calling me. No, no, no. Um, but, yeah, I think, like, you know, you said you're in church and serving and things like that, and that's awesome. And you even try online dating, which, you know, we've heard people have success with that. Somebody asked us a question about miss. that. We, gonna have, we should maybe get to that next week. Maybe. Maybe they asked that for a while. But, um, but yeah, I think that um, of finding a date is a lot like finding, or not finding, but getting a job interview. <laughs> I thought you were going to say finding Nemo. Love that movie, but no. <laughs> Um, yeah, so finding a date, getting a date is a lot like getting a job interview. You need referrals and you should use your network just like you do, um, to look for a job. And it sounds like you know that already, you know, you're saying like, oh, I'm serving, I'm in godly community, you know, I, I make myself available. But Tim mentioned a little bit about our story and, uh, I know that everyone's story is, is like this and by no means is our story like an example, but I do want to give it to you as proof, um, because you said that, you know, you have a lot of friends that are, um, like, guy friends. I think she mentioned that. She said she has guy friends, but they're just not available. Like, they're they're either in relationships or married. I would use those guys to find other guys, to be honest. Um, I 
I would see what friends they have, what cousins they have, you know, like, invite me to your, you know, Memorial Day cookout next month, like, that, like, you want to be close to them, because you want them to be able to say, like, hey, you know, my friend from around the way that, you know, I have a girl that you should meet, but if you're not around them, guys are very much out of, what is it, out of sight, out of mind, um, so don't write off your guy friends because they're in a relationship now or they're recently married. Like, become friends with their spouse or with their girlfriend, of course, out of respect. But you need referrals. Like, Tim and I, like you said, we were in each other's space. We went to the same church, went to the same school. But I would not have looked at him if um, someone didn't like, give me a recommendation. And yeah, same thing for him. I know. When you first said that, I was like, hmm, referrals? But then I was like, well, you did get a referral. So right. So, and it's not it's not enough to be around people sometimes. And, and here's the thing. When you first start getting referrals, you may think your friends are crazy for referring them. Because honestly, we both thought that. But it's just a date. <laughs> we it's both not thought, marriage. We were like, I was like, Pauline. She was like, Tim. Yes. But, you know, God knew. So, that could be something for you. Yes. So, um, that's what I would say to that. Because a lot of girls, um, of course, like, want to go on dates and want to become a wife. Um, the number one thing that men, well, not number one, but one of the top things that men need in a relationship and that will honestly convert you from being a girlfriend to a fiancé and then to a wife is being a man's best friend. Being a hot best friend, but still so being a best friend. Am I wrong? Wow. I mean, well, yeah. Yeah. So that means um, being able to have conversations with men about things that they like. So, like, sports. And I know, like, I had to start, not had to, but I chose to start watching Undisputed when Tim and I got together because that's one thing that he watches every single day. He loves Skip and Shannon. And he loves sports. Um, and a lot of you women um, or a lot of guys out there, they're in the same boat. They love sports. But some guys love fishing. Some guys like... I don't know, anime or, like, other things. Like, so, and I'm not saying, like, you know, if you have a crush on a guy, like, you should stalk his favorite hobbies. But just in general, you should have an idea of, like, what guys like and what they like to talk about. So when you are at those cookouts and you are trying to put yourself out there, like, being at the cookout and holding a drink and looking cute is not enough. You have to be able to have a conversation. Like, a guy needs to be able to look at you and be like, I want to hang out with her more. She made me laugh or she laughed at my jokes or like whatever the case is. But you can't do those things if you don't know the latest joke about, you know, Kevin Durant getting fined for being a silly person. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't, if you don't know the latest memes and you don't know what they mean, you know, like a guy's not gonna, you're not gonna stand out and be memorable. Um, and this is me obviously kind of stepping on a limb because I don't, the person who asked this question, I don't know. Maybe you already watch Undisputed. Maybe you already know about, you know, right, and, guy and don't get caught up on the sports thing. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be sports. Just making sure that you know different things. Um, yeah. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be before because you may be like i don't know where to start who knows but once you start identifying okay this guy's interesting you know just pay attention to what they say right but even now like start in general like tim and i have had conversations but i'm saying not every guy likes sports so i just don't want her to get right but i feel like if you have to shoot in the dark sports 80 i think 80 percent of the guys in the world like sports to some degree um some people like video games i don't know but just start somewhere and then it'll you can change it and alter it as you continue to you know to get to know somebody but that's you being prepared and like you know anticipating having a good conversation because um i think you know again a lot of women are like oh i'm available i'm putting myself out there and it's like well what does that even really mean like you showing up to an event 
there's a lot of women at an event. Like, what's going to make you stand out? And a lot of it is having a good conversation and the guy being able to walk away saying, I have, I had a good conversation with her. I want the conversation to continue. It's not just about looking good. That's not what makes a wife. Um, it helps. Yes, you need to be able to catch his eye and be attractive, of course. So keep doing those things. But, and, a, and I'm saying this because these are things that other women don't know. These are, these are things that I learned from talking to guys. Um, and a lot of women, like, if you don't have a brother or you don't have good guy friends, that's what I'm saying for you, be around your guy friends. The ones that you mentioned are not available to you. Still be around them. Learn how to be a friend to a guy because that's what is going to happen. You know, when you're blessed to be married, you're going to be his best friend. And you need to, you know, learn how to, to connect with him in that way. Yeah. Um, but all of that being said, back to our original points. You can do all of that, and if it ain't God's time, yes, of it ain't, course. It but ain't we God's did want to give you some because just too. a funny personal story about. But I have a great job now. But before that, my job wasn't so great, and I was really trying to find a new job. And I remember applying to a job, and I actually drove Pauline into this craziness. We ended up going to that job site and driving around the job seven times. This going, this job going to come down like Jericho. And we're going to fall. And we're going to shout. And nothing happened. I got rejected. Because it wasn't God's timing or it wasn't God's will. So <laughs> don't be like me and get so caught up on the spiritual side that you just be like, you don't realize that. It's just not God's timing. And that is what it is. Our pastor says that the longer something takes to come to you, the better it is. Mm, yeah. So just just think about it that way if that is helpful for you. It's like, you know what, God? He ain't here yet. That means he's going to be real good. <laughs> yeah. That means he's going to be better than I ever asked, thought, or imagined. Amen. Come on, Bible. And some other things that you mentioned um, in the question, or that she mentioned the question that I want to address, like a lot of women have this issue with church men church guys and i think you do need to talk to your friends over there i didn't talk to my friends yeah well, my friends marry well just other people in your gender um because i think a lot of women do come to church and they're like wow like if i meet a guy in church then like he's gonna be trustworthy and he's gonna be wholesome and he's not gonna try to have sex with me and that's not always true and it is unfortunate but guess what Church is full of broken people. It is no exception. Yes, you would like to think that your chances of meeting a godly man are higher in a church than they are at Starbucks or at your job. I really hope so than like at the club or something like that. But it's not always the case. Um, yeah, you got to look at their fruit. But that goes back to yeah. the point about what you were saying about, you know, if you have, if they have guys that, and may not friends, but associates, because you know whatever. But if they have guys that they trust, yeah, they, and they know guys, be like, hey, what do you think about this guy? And they can be real with them, and be like, nah, he ain't it. But that's why. That's why. I'll or work. or not even guys, but because the person who referred me to you was an older mentor for you. It was a woman, but she was married. Is married. To Still, I'm just guy. saying, it doesn't just have to be a guy, right? Anyway, so all that to say, um, yeah, this the and environment. Someone else vouch for their character. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't okay. I got her. All these interruptions. <laughs> um, he's excited. It's good. But um, but yeah, just like people, just because someone's in a certain building doesn't mean that their character, you know, is a certain way. So that's why referrals are always going to be the way to go. Um, with that, so don't for all my ladies out there, don't be discouraged or don't feel deceived if you meet a guy at church and he is 
the complete opposite of a church boy or somebody who loves God. Um, you still need to kind of run, vet him well <laughs> um, and, and get, you know, referrals and all those different things. Um, but also keep in mind too, like one thing that I learned through me and Tim's dating process was like, Guys have insecurities as well, even if they are 37 years old or 40 years old, and even sometimes even more so if they're older, because chances are, if they're older, chances are they're, they're divorced, they've gotten their hearts mm -hmm. broken, um, maybe they have children that they're very protective over their kids, and they don't just want, you know, someone coming in and out of, of their children's lives, so... You do need to, um, sometimes they need time. Guys need time that they're not going to, you know, ask you out on a date the very first time you guys have a great conversation or something like that. Yeah, it's hard to talk to y'all. Yeah, and girls can be very intimidating, you know, and I, that, that was my story. Um, so, you know, and that's why the referrals help as well because they can say, they can give a guy confidence because the guy doesn't want to be rejected and doesn't want to ask a girl out. He's not sure she's going to say yes. So that's why, like, your friends um, say, like, oh, yeah, like, that girl, she's, like, really into you or like, you should ask her out. Like, that's going to help with him. So that's another reason you need to use the kind of the referral, the referral pathway because um, it works. It works. When people work it the right way, it works every single time. Um, but yeah, and then also to your point about, uh, she said something about like college boys, uh, a lot of women, this kind of goes back to a video we did a couple weeks ago about, um, time or about age. Mm -hmm. And I would say be open. No, not to a college boy. Okay. First of all, I'm not saying you should talk to a college boy, but, but you just brought that out. I'm just saying, let's be clear. She mentioned it. No, she's 37. Okay, no, you don't need to be dating someone who's in college if you're 37 years old. But but if they 30, yes. But I do think 29. that I do think that there, if if you if you're in a if you find yourself frustrated and you're like I've been waiting so long and like if you've been you know like it's been six months it's been a year and I have still not have gotten a date and still haven't found somebody. Um, to just even go on a date on, I'm not even talking about get a whole boyfriend or get engaged, but just go on a date. I think that you can always reevaluate your standards and reevaluate, you know, what you're looking for. Um, yeah. So of course don't rob the cradle or do anything illegal, but I think that, um, you know, the older you get, it seems to be the more, the less age matters and the age gap matters. And when you're 37, you absolutely can marry somebody who's, 32 or 33 and you know it doesn't really matter as much as if you were 27 dating a 22 year old that's a little bit too much of a gap but yeah always evaluate your standards because I know for us as women we can be very very strict on our standards and on our lists and things like that but you want to make sure that the Holy Spirit is leading you not your list yeah yeah, and then the last thing, sorry, this is a jam-packed answer. Um, the last thing I would say is make sure that you're surrounding yourself with community, of course, and, like, other people who are waiting like you are. Um, because it, And that can be harder and harder the older you are because, of course, the older you are, the less single people are, are in your age group. But I would say, you know... Again, challenge yourself. Maybe you do need to have some friends who are younger, um, who are also waiting, or you'd have some friends who are older, perhaps they're widowed or divorced, and then they also want to be remarried um, so that you don't feel as alone. Because a lot of times if you're waiting, you know, if you're waiting without anything to do, and I'm not even talking about just like serving, yes, keep doing those things, work hard at your job, all that. But also, you know, you want to make sure that you know that you're not, you don't feel like you're the only 37-year-old, you know, waiting to be married. You're not. World. And of course you're not. But you need to know that and see it in your, like, you know, in your, your weekly interactions. Um, 
and things like that. But yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And just to add on to the community piece, we know plenty of people who were single and then decided to lead a co-ed group. And they left that connect group with a boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend. Serve the community that so, you are. A lot of times what happens when we step out to serve others in an area that we're lacking, God a lot of times will bring that. If that happened with us, that's why we started doing a connect group for dating couples when we were dating. Mm -hmm. Because we wanted to find other friends who were dating because we felt like there was nobody out there. And then we start a group and we find out there's a bunch of people who are just like us. So that sounds easier said than done. That may be something you want to pray about. But, you know, just think about starting to do a co-ed group. And maybe, you know, God See can bring a, a male. Yeah, God can can show you, hey, this guy, uh, he's not your type, but he can be a great co-host with you. And then who knows who you might meet through that. So yeah. that's just a suggestion. But we hope this was encouraging. There's nothing wrong with you. You're beautiful. You're smart. And in God's timing, guys are it'll come. Slow. <laughs> it's true. So this has been another episode of the W Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Yes, Make sure you like this content. Mention something in the comments if you have something to say. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And let us know if you have any more questions based off this the conversation going. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next week on the W Podcast. Bye.